Want a fresh take on what's going on with the Saints, LSU, the betting world, and the NFL? Then you've picked the right place. Jim Derry has plenty of datitude, and he's ready to tell you the way it is. Well, the way he thinks it is. Where you at, New Orleans? And hello to all my friends around the country, and more specifically, the state of Louisiana, who can't wait to place their first bet. That's right. Mobile betting is live in the state of Louisiana. Go on whatever your favorite app may be. Best uh, bonus match by far is the official odds partner of bet.nola.com, and that is Caesar Sportsbook. The time to get your bonus match, I believe, is done. We're going to have a show. In fact, this monologue is going to be short today because I have a live show coming up at 10 a.m. this morning uh, on our new Bayou Bet show on bet.nola.com. I'm going to have a representative from Caesar Sportsbook coming on to talk to us. And uh, we'll be talking all today, all over the site, bet.nola.com. You can check us out and see how to place your bets, how to sign up, make your bets. And uh, we will have videos of the staffers making their first bets. I have not made my first bet yet. I will do that uh, in a little bit. By the way, I am Jim Derry, sports betting writer at the Times Picayune, the advocate, and bet.nola.com, as I've said. This is Datitude episode number 41 for a Friday, January the 28th, 2022. Have you made your first bet yet? It's only been up for, oh, it's supposed to come up at 9. It came up a couple hour, couple hours early. <clears throat> I'm excited about this. Um, so many more options than maybe some of us have had before. And I'm looking forward to seeing how it works. Again, my primary uh, app of choice will be Caesar's Sportsbook, not just because they're our partner, but because I think they have the best interface of the, of the ones that I've looked at and seen. Uh, I have signed up a couple other places just to look and see how it works. And really, if you're a better, even if you're an amateur, you look for the best odds, right? And the odds aren't the same everywhere. So, for instance, if you like the Cincinnati money line this week, if you think the Bengals are going to win, then you might look at Caesars and see it's what one number, plus 350 or whatever, or it's not that high, plus 250-ish. And you go on BetMGM and it's plus 280. Well, obviously, you want to take the plus 280. Conversely, if somewhere you see Kansas City is minus 6.5, which you're going to have trouble finding right now. But I'm just using this as an example. If they're minus 6.5 one place and minus 7 another place, then you're going to go and bet it where it's minus 6.5. So it is good to use multiple apps. I will say that. Download a few of them. Uh, most of them have some kind of bonus. The bonuses are different now that the app is live. They wanted you to pre-sign up. But you can be on, be well aware that there will be promotions going forward and keep your eyes out on that. Again, we'll be talking more about mobile betting on Bayou Bets this morning, beginning at 10 a.m. And if you're listening to this after 10 a.m., which you probably are because it's 9.35 as I record this, you can always find it on demand on our NOLA.com video page on YouTube. That is easy to find. Uh, we'll have links all over the place 
on bet.noah.com if you can't find it. Uh, so it'll be very, very easy to find. You can email me at jderry at theadvocate.com if you're interested. I'll also uh, give you a link that way. I've had some people reach out to me about different things the past uh, few days, and I, I thank the questions. Um, I'm you know, always happy to answer questions. I will do so on an individual basis. If I think they're worthy of, of talking about on this show, I will. Um, but some of the questions I've got the past few days are more about betting, and we'll, we'll probably encompass that on the Bayou Bet Show. We'll leave it to that. Um, as far as the news around New Orleans, obviously the big news is who is going to replace Sean Payton. I don't think it's going to take a lot of time. I really don't. And what I hear from most people, obviously Dennis Allen is the favorite. But just like in betting, the obvious choice isn't the one that always comes through, right? I mean, if you just look at the odds this week and you see Kansas City at minus seven, I mean, putting your biases aside for Sean, for Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, I mean, realistically, the way Kansas City played last week, you would think Kansas City would be the pick at minus seven. But I don't, I don't like it. And I'm going to get into that when our picks... Later on, we're going to have D Squared coming on and Uncle Big Nick with their picks. Uh, you're not going to be able to wait for Uncle Big Nick, the 49ers fan who hates the Saints and uh, is just having the week of his life. 49ers in the championship game. Sean Payton is out. That'll be uh, fun. Fun fodder. Maybe not for me. But going back to the Saints coaching search, right now there are four... Four people that are going to interview. It's going to be more than four. I promise you. This is just the, the tip of the iceberg. But I would be kind of surprised if the Saints don't have a coach in place before the Super Bowl. Um, it's going to be weird with Senior Bowl coming up. I don't know who's going to go represent the Saints there. I guess the staff that we have in place, they'll be there. But we don't know if these coaches are going to be coaching. Depends on who the new coach is. And while Dennis Allen is the favorite... Something in my gut tells me he's not going to be the coach. And no disrespect whatsoever to Dennis Allen, because I like Dennis Allen. I think what he's done on for this defense has been absolutely phenomenal. The way he handled himself, the Saints go to Tampa Bay without Sean Payton and beat him 9 to nothing. that has a lot to do with Dennis Allen. So I guess in the grand scheme of things, I'm not going to be upset if Dennis Allen's the coach. I'm just not sure that's the way this team should go. And I'm going to tell you why. I think this team is, of all the jobs that are out there, is the premier job, the one to have, because of where this franchise has come. Just think about the difference in this franchise from 2005 or the beginning of 2006 when Peyton took over to now. It's a premier franchise. Even when the Saints have a down year, people still talk about the Saints being a very good team. In a down year, they were 9-8 and eight this year with all the things that happened to them. A lot of that has to do with Peyton and Allen, for sure, unquestionably. But where do you want to go with your future? So the Saints, now the interview candidates are Brian Flores announced this morning 
the former Dolphins coach who was inexplicably let go by that franchise. I don't get that at all. I said that when it happened. Byron Lefwich, the offensive coordinator of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We'll get to him in a second. And then the basically in-house people, Dennis Allen, and though although Aaron Glenn is the defensive coordinator with the Detroit Lions, he was a coach under Peyton here. And frankly, the Saints should have drafted him when they had the chance way back when. I think the year that they got Alex Molden instead. So I'm an Aaron Glenn fan, and I think that Aaron Glenn is an up-and-coming coach, kind of like Brian Flores. I don't necessarily know if he's ready yet, but he will be soon. That leads me to Alan Flores and Leftwich. And again, they're going to be more candidates. But I think that these are probably going to be the top three. I think it's going to be one of these three. And of those three, I've also made it sort of clear that I like Brian Flores. He is a no-nonsense young coach who's already proven that he can make things happen. And if you watched the Dolphins last year, or this past year, I should say, as bad of a losing streak that they had and following a one and seven. The fact that that team didn't quit and fought and fought and fought and fought and were basically one game away from the playoffs says a whole bunch to me. That last game when they basically had nothing to play for, they waxed the Patriots. They fought. And... The only thing that makes me a little, and I, you know, I did leave one name out. There is going to be another person that's going to be in the top candidate, and that's going to be offense coordinator Eric Bieniemy. You got to think he's going to be in there. But the floor is the only thing that makes me nervous is I really think this team needs a young offensive mind, Leftwich or Bieniemy. So. I'm a, I'm a little bit all over the map. I get it. But I, I just don't think it's going to be Allen. And I don't necessarily think it's going to be a defensive coach. So if Flores comes in, here's the problem. Dennis Allen's not going to stay, most likely. If a enemy or a left which comes in, he might stay. And you want him to stay. But if you hire from the outside and you're Dennis Allen... Do you really want to go through that? You know, part of the reason why he stayed here so long, most probably, is because he thought he was going to be the next coach, or he thinks he's going to be the next coach. Chicago canceled the interview, or one of them canceled the interview when Sean Payton left. He was going to interview with Chicago. And the Saints are super loyal, so that's why he's certainly got to be at the top of the list. But I, I think if you want to go back and find what was successful for you the first time, you hired Sean Payton off the Bill Parcells tree, an offensive genius, and it worked. Byron left, which to me doesn't work because, I mean, Bruce Arians is no great coach. Let's be, let's be real. I don't want to hold that against Byron Leftwich, but... He doesn't come from the same tree that Eric Bieniemy's coming from and working for Andy Reid. And Eric Bieniemy could very well be the next Sean Payton. So to me, it's Bieniemy or Flores. 
And if you hire from the outside, there's a good chance you're going to lose a lot of the guys that you have in the house. It's going to be an interesting week. We're going to talk about this for sure more next Tuesday on Datitude. Not sure how our guest is going to be yet. But um, at some point, I'm going to want to have Jeff Duncan on again soon. You know, we, we recorded Tuesday, and an hour after we posted the, the podcast, the news came out about Peyton. But I went back and listened to it after. Um, I put the best of Peyton up, which you can go back and listen to. My, my takes in the best moments of the Sean Peyton um, press conference on Wednesday. Um, I posted that. Oh, I guess it was Tuesday. I'm sorry. Tuesday. And then I posted it on Wednesday. It's, it's a good listen. And uh, I think it's worth listening to. He was a different person in that press conference. But we're going to talk a lot more about this. I do want to have Duncan on again, whether it's next week or Super Bowl week. He will be coming on again. I'd, I need to reach out to Mike to tell you I'd like to get him on uh, some point soon as well. Uh, I know that Super Bowl week, I'm pretty sure we're going to have Trey Wingo on. Uh, we have talked to him about coming on the show, and he said he would. So <clears throat> probably say that for Super Bowl week. Marlon Favorite was supposed to be on today. Uh, he had some, uh, some conflicts, couldn't get him on. Uh, so it's me with my monologue and uh, the usual suspects on Friday. And um, we'll talk a whole lot about Saints coaching search next week, obviously with the week off of football. Hard to believe. 21 straight weeks of meaningful football. This is it, except for the Super Bowl. There's one game left after this week. It's always a little sad when these championship games are over. You know who's in the Super Bowl. And to me, the Super Bowl, more times than not, is anticlimactic. I mean, you watch it because it's the Super Bowl. But it's like when everybody's watching the Super Bowl because they want to see the commercials and people having their parties and all that stuff, it's not the same. Of course, we'll be watching and we'll be making our picks and all that stuff. But... uh, Definitely not as exciting. Let's get to our guest. And I'm going to start with Uncle Big Nick. Um, no, I'm not going to start with Uncle Big Nick. I'm just kidding. Who am I kidding? We're going to start with D squared. And uh, obviously, we start with the news of Sean Payton and how it hit him. Long, lifelong Saints fan. And then we will get to Uncle Big Nick in just a moment. All aboard. All aboard the Taysom train. It's a good thing it's not the Peyton train. Oh, <laughs> like you're out the gate, you're a jackal. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't, I don't I waste. You. I don't waste any time, man. I'm jumping right into it. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna make a, a pit stop over in Dallas or something. Who knows? I don't know where Wherever that train's going. Wherever his girlfriend takes. Oh, I'm sorry, wife now. Wherever his oh, wife takes him. Right? I, actually, I think you're spot on. I, I would say you are exactly spot on. She's like, honey, you're rich. Drew's gone. You know, you're stressing yourself out. Let's go to the Bahamas. What exactly. do you know? You got nothing going on. I mean, we're all led uh, by our pinky fingers. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, come on. So, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, all right, tell me. <laughs> Tell me what you what you were thinking when you heard the news. Uh, all right, so here's the crazy part. Uh, I, you know, there was some buzz a little bit before this, but I wasn't worried until Jeff Duncan went on Fox 8 
and and said he's like yeah no i'm definitely hearing some rumblings and i'm going son of a biscuit uh, i'm like I, I was, you know, it's the always the coaching carousel. Coach Peyton's name gets thrown out there. He's they're gonna, you know, wheel the uh, a eighteen wheeler of full of cash in front of him, and and it's just like you know, everything that he's got here with with you know having the run of the show. I mean, he's got Mickey Loomis and him are tight. You know, he can do whatever the hell he wants. Why would he leave? But you know, Jeff Duncan wrote that book with him and Drew. You know that these guys he knows stuff, and when he said that, I'm like. Dude, that, then I got worried and sure shooting the next day, man, comes out that he's leaving. And I'm like, man, what do you do, though? Uh, you, know, you can't be mad at him. I know. No. Right. You can't be mad at him. I mean, 16 years. That's a huge chunk of his life. He's raised two kids since then. And I, I, I look, the only thing and and <laughs> I love during the press conference that he goes, hey, you know, the last game I beat the Falcons on the way out. That was great. That's, that's how I that, that's how I, I ended so, my podcast so the other day. <laughs> that is exa- exactly how I ended episode number 50. And I, I had did the best of Sean Payton. And anyone who's listening wants to go back and listen to it. I, I interjected myself into many pieces of it. But I had to finish with that. That was the, that was the closing clip. So, you know, and, and, and we've got him technically under contract to 2024. He's going to mostly... He's definitely sitting out of here because I think he wants to just take some time. You know, I mean, you you can't blame him. I mean, the NFL just doesn't stop. I mean, it's it's a high pressure deal. A lot of dudes crack. He never did. So does he go somewhere else? Man, if he goes to Dallas, all that goodwill that he's built up over these years, (laughs) it's going to go right down the crapper because I'll tell you what, he will not be on my Christmas card list anymore. You know, I, 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 Dave D squared to Corbier here on the Datitude podcast on a Friday morning. Um, yeah, well, look, here's the thing. You know, I heard somebody, um, this podcast that I listen to regularly, that it's a betting podcast, but they, they know what they're talking about. And they talk about, other <laughs> they really do. They're, they're really good. But um, they've always been fans of Peyton. Like, you know, well, I mean, Peyton wins people money. If you bet on Peyton, every game that he was a head coach, you won money. I mean, it's as simple as that against the spread. So, yeah. Um, they were talking about how they think Peyton will be coaching for Dallas in 2023 because he did Mickey a solid because back when Anthony Davis was about to leave the Pelicans, this was the most craziest explanation I've ever heard. Okay. But back when the Pe- Anthony Davis was about to leave Pe- the Pelicans, Sean Payton was thinking about leaving the Saints and his contract was up. And he goes into the office and tells Loomis, I mean, Loomis tells him, look, man, I need you to do me a, a real favor. Um, Anthony Davis is about to leave. The Pelicans can't lose their star player, and we can't lose our star coach in the, in the matter of weeks. So I need you to just stay on for a little while longer. And he said, okay. And now that he did him that, that favor, he feels like Loomis is going to owe him and he's just going to let him off scot free and coach wherever he wants in twenty three. I almost bull. I almost spit out drink laughing at my phone. That is, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Yeah, look, look Mickey Loomis ain't letting nobody off scot free, exactly. man. This dude, this dude squeezes a penny till it screams. No, <laughs> exactly. No way. There is no way he's giving Sean Payton away for free, especially to the Dallas Cowboys. No, you know, and look, I mean, it's always been the talk that that he's that's where he was going to go. That's always where he's wanted to go. Blah 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 blah. 
Um, uh, but, you know, Coach Payton knows this town. I mean, you know, look, look, I still hate Nick Saban. I respect the man as a coach because he's amazing, and, and I'll tip my hat to him, especially, you know, when they lost and, and, and he, you know, defends his quarterbacks. I mean, it's a class act over there. But I still hate him because, you know, he left and he made Alabama what it is, and he's made our lives living hell. Uh, yeah. But you, know, you see that, and Coach Payton's not blind to that. Now, if he goes somewhere in the AFC, okay, great, cool. Go in the AFC, you know. We'll play you once gotta, every four years, move on. Right, you know, but if we got to see you uh, at least every year, no, man. And, I mean, you know, it's not like he's going to go anywhere in the NFC South, but, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's all just speculation. He might straight up just be tired and done. I mean, you know, who I, knows? I, I, look, Duncan has pointed it out, and I, I put it out there in the podcast. There have only been 20 20- seven men in the history of the National Football League who have coached 16 years or more. 27. And there have only been 12 who have coached the same team for at least 16 years. And, I mean, I know he he was suspended a year, so technically it's 15, but he was still still in the building and still here. So 16 years. Right. I mean, that's that's saying something. Coaches don't last that long. Bill Walsh, Walsh lasted 10 Vince Lombardi lasted 10. Um, John Madden lasted 10. And John Madden coached his 10 and left. So, but, I mean, know, you know, I guess, it, you know it's the, 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 the other thing, though, is that, all right, you know, he said during a press conference how, uh, you know, maybe I'd like to go up in the booth. And, you know, God forgive me. I love me some Drew Brees, but Drew is just awful on TV. He is, he is so just. The, the sun always got, shines on. Uh, he's got the personality of like a wet towel, man. He's just yeah, there. It's not good. And I really wanted him to do well because, I mean, it's Drew Brees. We all love Drew Brees, but that's not his calling. It is not what he is good at. Yeah. He needs to do he's something not else. And, no, no, you know, but but Coach Payton, oh my God, the I if if he actually does himself and gets in there and gets all salty and throws shade at Roger Goodell from in the booth week oh, in and man. week out, oh my God, can you imagine? It would be must see television uh, with Payton and Eli doing their thing. Oh, you know what I think he's going to so end up great. doing? I think he's going to end up kind of taking Jimmy Johnson's place on the Fox Show. Oh, you know, I mean, I you know, I. I, I don't. Uh, we, don't have, we don't. I have, could see him going no out to California. Yeah, I mean, we have no proof that he would be good. He might. He might be just as awful as Drew Brees is. On well, TV, he's kind of done it already. He's done it a few times for ESPN here and there. Um, well, you know, it, well, true. It I okay. mean, you know, it's funny. You know, just kind of uh, peel back the curtain. I guess you know, I'll tell some some tales about uh, Jeff Duncan and Larry Holder back when I was their producer for Duncan <laughs> Holder. Um, they used to tell me, like you know, when they're off the clock. Coach Payton was just a chatty Cathy. They couldn't get him to shut up. Like, he, you know, yeah. normally you can't get a word edgewise out of this man. But when he is not under the spotlights, not in front of a microphone, and he lets his guard down, he can be, and they said this countless times, that he's a very genial guy, you know, really, you know, likes to talk and likes to share. And, and you know, if we get that Coach Payton and see that, well, that'd be pretty cool because I think even us as Saints fans have never truly seen it. I still kind of doubt what, what Jeff and Larry told me. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Coach Payton, he, no way. He, he's not that well, nice, is he? I'm not saying Sean Payton. I'm just saying in general. Coaches are kind of psychopaths a little bit, aren't they? I mean, they're control freaks. Yeah. And they're control freaks. They're, you know, everything has to be OCD. the way they want. OCD. They're oh, definitely yeah. OCD. They're, <laughs> oh, yeah. They're 
I mean, it just, I'm sure I could see it. He's a different person off camera. I mean, how many people we worked with in our careers where they were completely different people when they weren't working? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, lots of people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you, when you gotta be on 24 seven and, and that's the thing though, it's like every now and again, you see little bursts of coach Peyton on Twitter where he just, he comes out with some burns, man. It's just like, but he can't do that often. He can't do it all the time because at the end of the day, he's still gotta be the head coach. You know, you need to always project that gravitas that you are, you know, that, that you're, you're the duck, your feet might be paddling crazy under the water, but they can only see, you know, everything calm and cool and collected. So I, I, I would love to see him in front of the camera because I do not want to see him on the sideline of any other team. I, I don't think my, my, my frail <laughs> mental state could not handle that. If he, your if he heart can handle it. No. no. Well, no, I will no. say this. I did find it very um, refreshing, I guess. His press conference wasn't like obvious. Now, obviously – he was leaving. I mean, so it's not like any press conference he's had before, but I did find his, the way he reacted to everything refreshing. He didn't have any snippy answers. He answered every question. (laughs) He didn't, he, even the stupid questions, he didn't respond like it was a stupid question. So it was definitely a different Sean Payton. And I'm looking forward to seeing what we get in the future. I mean, we'll find out soon enough. Right. No, you know, and I just, I just don't want to buy into all the paranoia because I know how our fans are. I know how I am, you know. I mean, people get all, all freaked out about this stuff. But, uh, you know, I mean, I, look, we, we've talked about it countless times. Why would he go to the Cowboys? Because Jerry Jones is a freaking nut job, you know, and he's not going to have what he can do. Can you imagine the pressure there, too? I, he's getting out because yeah, of the you pressure. Know, you know what, though? I, I think when he goes in the next time, there's not going to be any pressure. I mean, it'd be well, like, I'm Sean Payton. True. If it doesn't work, who gives a damn? I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, what has he got to prove? He's still going to go in the Hall of Fame. I mean, unless he goes like 1-15, in 1-15, in 1-15, in and calls it quits. I mean. Well, true, true. So, anyway. But in the two, we'll get you 197 <laughs> segment. We've only got two games this week. Um, oh, it's okay. Uh, well, this should okay. be quick. Yeah, should so totally I, be quick. That's why I had to like, give you a chance to ramble a little bit about your boy Peyton. Um, because you know, Uncle Big Nick is in his glory right now. Oh my god, oh, Peyton's gone, and the 49ers are still in the playoffs, dude. I went back and listened to the podcast, and it's just like I, I was so cocksure and headstrong, man. I was just like, I, I know what's gonna happen. Yeah. These suck ass 49ers, yeah. Oh you went god. one and three, yeah. I, I went, I went, I, I, I gave the, 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 the five to one odds that I would say something stupid in last week's pod. And if you put a dollar, you made five. Cause I said a lot <laughs> of dumb crap. Uh, oh, well, painful. Listen to that. You went one and three. I went two and two. Um, <sighs> the Rams bailed me out. They almost didn't, um, but they did. They bailed me out. And so I'm still two games above 500 for the season, 54 and 52. You are back to 500, which means you have got to go two and one or better the last three games of the year to finish above 500. No pressure, sir. No pressure. None, none whatsoever. I, I, I could just I could just bank that you'll screw up. So I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling pretty all good. All right. Well, we'll find out if you think I'm going to screw up in just a minute because we're going to start off. <laughs> we're going to go in order of chronological order. Let's do it that way. The first game is the okay. AFC Championship game. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and the Cincinnati Bengals. Who'd have thunk that? maybe 10 weeks ago, are in the AFC championship game. 
to play against the Kansas City Chiefs, who are everybody's darling. Pat Mahomes is Pat Mahomes again. Outduels Josh Allen in one of the best games in NFL history. Amen. And the Chiefs are seven-point favorites. All right, let, let me just say one freaking thing to all these crybabies about the Bills. Look, I, I love the Bills, the Bills Mafia, respect Bills these Mafia. guys. You know, respect to these guys, but come on, shut your pie holes. You know, you, 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 you get one little Amy Crabbo. It's like, oh, yeah, we never got to touch the ball again. Well, then you win in, the, in, in regulation. I mean, just, oh, my, right. you change the rules. How about you don't kick it Saints to them? Did. I swear, man. How about you just do a little squib kick to about the the 10-yard line? Yeah, instead of – well, you know, and what's funny is when I I was watching it on my phone in my my in-law's kitchen because, like, I thought the game was over. I had actually done my my live radio show because, you know, I was just like, oh, well, you know, I'll catch the game when I get home. Yeah, you were going to go in four. (laughs) Yeah. But so, like, I'm watching him going, well, you know what? They might not squib it because you don't want to give Pat Mahomes a short field. And so, I mean, like, I get it in the spur of the moment. It's like, okay, you don't want to give Pat Mahomes a short field. You take a few seconds off. I mean, 13 seconds as opposed to nine seconds. I mean, I guess it would have made the difference because they got two plays off. But, man, uh, let me get back to my original point uh, about changing the overtime rules yet again because they changed it when the Saints, you know, dared to beat somebody in a field goal you know, it's like, come on. <laughs> you got to change the rules because the Saints win. I, get you. I see. Right. So I, I, you know, shut up, y'all. I mean, look, the, the rules are fine unless you do like a college thing. And then there's all kinds of problems with that. I mean, you know, I look, y'all already changed it once. Nine times out of 10, you're not going to have this great quarterback duel like you had between Mahomes and Allen. Nine times out of 10, you're going to get a suck fest of the, of like Minnesota and, and, Crappy-ass bears trying to run the ball for 10 minutes. Get out of here. Don't change it because one game didn't come out in your favor. Oh, sweet baby. Well, the only thing I would change is I'll say this. I think no matter what, the other team want to get a chance. That's how I feel. If you if well, they score you a know. touchdown, let the other team have a chance at least. Um, Man, you had 60 minutes of chances before that. Okay? I don't disagree. So I don't I don't have a huge problem with it, to be honest. Um, it's no, not, I think I think it's certainly college- not in my long list of things to fix that's it's way down there no the college the college playoff is fun you know it's fun it's fun but uh, it's not so, it's it's i don't want that in the nfl no right right so I, but I it, just, it is just well they below. screwed that up too they they made that way worse <laughs> i mean right. you know, going let's go but, for two every, every after the third td right or whatever but getting back to chiefs and Bengals. all right uh wow uh, you know what? I don't even care anymore, Jim. I don't even care anymore. I'm just going with the Bengals. I don't care. I don't seven points, whatever. I think the Bengals are going to win because they're my boys. Burrow. <laughs> I don't care anymore. I'm How about that for handicapping boys and girls? <laughs> you don't get any better than that. Dave, you squared nothing. the Corbier. You can find them on I can't pick my nose.com. <laughs> I mean, that is awesome. I, 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 you know, it'll be a fun game. I, 
personally, I kind of got a feeling that, yeah, the, the Bengals are going to get just, just shellacked. They'll probably get shellacked. But you're picking but, Cincinnati anyway. But I'm picking Cincinnati anyway. By God, I'm care. picking my boys. I, I, I am not straying away from my ideals, Jim Derry. You would not lure me away. I This is what got me to the promised land, being an idiot. So here we go. There's Let's no go, question. mighty Bengals. I don't know their fight song. <laughs> it's who day, remember? <laughs> yeah, oh God, just shut up. <laughs> All right. Well, here's my handicap. Uh, sorry, <laughs> oh, you're me, gonna, a real handicap. Sorry, you're not okay. going to gain a game here. I'm on the Bengals as well. I have finally. What? I cannot. I can no longer uh, deny Joe Burrow his right rightful place uh, where he belongs, and um, he is among the elite quarterbacks in his second year. It's amazing what he's done, and uh, you know I doubted him last week, and I will say this. You know, I, I think the Kansas City is in a spot to where they gave everything they thought last week was look, if we win last week, if we we, we beat Buffalo, we're in the Super Bowl. I think they're yeah. prancing around like right now, like, you know, what are we gonna do in Hollywood? Um, we're gonna <laughs> all that crap. And um I don't know if Cincinnati's gonna win the game, but I think they're gonna keep it close. And I mean, it has nothing to do with the fact that I have a, the, the, a, a. That is a solid handicap on you because honestly, I think you're, you're spot on because they gave everything in that game, and you know, like it, they are. It's it's the epitome of doing four letdown because they're you know they're going to claim they're not underestimating the Bengals. Yeah. They sure as hell are going to underestimate the Bengals. They just mopped the floor with an air quotes with 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 Buffalo. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, and you know, you know mo- and look, look, most what, most teams. Most teams that lose to a team, like a few weeks, they just lost to them a few weeks ago. But they're Kansas City. They're not thinking about that crap. They're thinking we're the Chiefs and we can beat anybody. I think that's what they're hey, thinking. Look, we, we've talked about this before over the course of the season where sometimes the gods of football smile on you with bounces and, and the way that the trajectory of balls hit. I mean, we've seen with, with the Bengals, like, just like the, the – like, the ball just like floating to offensive linemen. I mean, just weird ass crap yes. that have gotten them this far. I mean, I don't know, man. I, you know, I, but that's a solid point. I think they are going, the Chiefs are going to be, you know, sniffing their own farts like, we're so good. Look I, at us. I, I drive a Prius. And another thing, I, you know, normally I would say against Kansas City, if you get down big, you're, you're, you're hosed. But I can see the same kind of mentality. If they get up like 17 7, they think the game's over. And Burrow's kind of guy, you you have to go smash him with a hammer, and then you have to go check his pulse to make sure he's really gone because God. he's going to come back. He's going to jump out. He's going to be the like the horror movie, jumping out of the, the sewer to grab your leg because <laughs> he ain't dying until he's done. Joe Burrow, what Joe Burrow would do behind a legitimate offensive line? Oh, my no. God. I mean, I mean, this well, poor bastard's getting creamed. Yeah, and if he has any time at all, he's going to light the secondary up again like he did a few weeks ago. He threw for 400 and, I think, 43 yards or something odd like that. So Yeah, man. Anyway, I'm ta- we're both taking the Bengals, plus seven. And I don't think either one of us would be surprised if they won straight up, nor would we be know, surprised. Dude if Kansas City won by 28, but that's another story. (laughs) All right, moving on. Your favorite playoff team. Uh, When we think about playoffs as Saints fans, we think about the Los Angeles Rams. They are three-and-a-half-point favorites against San Francisco, a team they've already lost to twice. Matthew Stafford's looking great. Jimmy G's looking like like he needs help from his defense. Um, What say you? 
Oh my God. This is just awful. All right. Uh, so let me just say, wow, was I wrong last week? Holy crap. Uh, but they got Stafford, uh, you know, I mean, look, they, they, the Niners got, oh, you were wrong about, yeah, you're wrong with the Rams, but uh, the Niners got, yeah, yeah. But, uh, Stafford, though, man, look, uh, he seems to have finally found his groove. Stella got her groove back, and, uh, you know, it's like it's all new and exciting and fresh to Stafford because he doesn't know what this deep in the playoffs Yo, looks like. So exciting he's not freaking out. <laughs> all right, stop it. Uh, but Stafford, I, I, I like what he's doing. He's looking cool and composed. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe th- – this is what the Rams paid for. They 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 got the, uh, the the defense came up big. The offense was doing what they were paying them to do. How the hell do you let Cooper Cup away from you? Like dear sweet baby Jesus. Uh, so no, I, I like the Rams not because I hate the 49ers. Uh, I, I think well, the, Rams the Rams are. I, I hate the Rams too, but I think the Rams are a better team. Uh, and you know, I, yes, yeah, I'm still not over it. I still you know, pissed. Three years, still pissed. Uh, <laughs> but most of those scumbags aren't on the team anymore. That's so, true. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that but is most certainly true. The coach is still I there. I like the Rams. Smug in this little game. look. Oh my god! I see. It, he, sometimes he looks like like he's just like I'm here to do a a a, a, a commercial. Like I, I'm here. Look, I I've got the rugged look going on. I hold like board. It's like what is that that Liberty commercial where Liberty 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 Liberty, liberty. liberty. <laughs> but liberty, like liberty. The, the guy who doesn't bother to learn the script. <laughs> he's like I've just got a board here that just says look into the camera longingly. That's his job. And, he's and the face apparently of the he. He's done a lot of liberty bibbity against the 49ers in the past, losing to them six times in a row now. Uh, I know, but uh, I like the Rams in this, and not because I hate the 49ers, and not because, uh, you know, because look, I got my emotions in the way last week, and uh, apologies to Uncle Big Nick. Uh, I might have been a little hard on him. Oh, and, piss uh, on Uncle Big I Nick. We're going to give him I'm, a lot of I'm, grief. <laughs> I'm, I'm eating my hat right now, but uh, I like the Rams in this game. I think the Rams, uh, look, it, the 49ers are the little engine that could. They've yeah. gotten this far. They've got that little chip on their shoulder. They think they're ready, but they're going to run into a brick wall, and that's unfortunately the Los Angeles Rams. I got some bad news for you, my friend. Crap, what? Uh, you like, officially the Rams? You officially cannot beat me in this contest this year. You can tie me if we pick something different in the Super Bowl, but we have the same thing. Um, I, I'm all over the Rams in, in here. I, Damn I look. It. Damn it. I... I I'm going to go over it more with, with Uncle Big Nick, so I don't want to spoil too much of my handicap, but I will say this. Okay. Um, Matthew Stafford, we, you, you touched on it. I think he has been. You remember a couple of weeks ago, all the pressures on Matt Stafford. He can't do jack. He's been terrible. Right. He's throwing picks, and he can't do anything, and he sucks, and they spent too much money on him, and blah, blah, blah. Guess what? He said, stick it up your keister. <laughs> Nominal. He has been absolutely phenomenal, and, um, you know, they go to Tampa Bay, and if it wasn't for Cam Akers fumbling the ball twice, doing his best Jared Cook imitation, oh God, they'd have right. won going away. They'd have won easily. They'd have been 27 to 13. So, I mean, and, you know, Tom Brady gets every miracle on the planet. I can't believe the Rams actually won that game. But, um, no. you know, I just think the Rams are a better team. They will lead in 17 to nothing before they let the wheels fall off the bus. 
And um, we'll see. I mean, I'm gonna, again, I'll get into more of my detail with, with Uncle Big Nick, but I think this. I think that Debo Samuel, I, watching the end of that Niners game, he looked like he was done. I mean, they hit Green Bay hit him every kind of way possible. He had to oh, come God, did they, huh? several times in the, towards the end of the game. And I think he's banged up, and and I don't think he's going to be as effective, especially against Aaron Donald and Von Miller. And Jimmy G is going to throw two picks, at least. Uh, I, I, yeah, well, I, yeah, I'm with you, man. All right, Jimmy G is uh, is maybe the next thing. Well, you know what's funny though? No, we know what's funny now though is that that because Jimmy G got them there. He's garnered all that goodwill, so hopefully those dumbasses will keep him on their payroll. That'd be great for it. That'd be uh, awesome. They're keep not that Jimmy. dumb. They're not that dumb. They're gonna figure out a way. How? How long? When's the, when, when? When did Montana play? Uh, uh, and then Steve Young. In, yeah, he left in '89, uh, I think, or '90. Uh, and then so, and yeah, how 90. many QBs have they had since then? Oh, I don't know. Remember Jeff Garcia? Uh, you know. So I mean, who the hell they got? They've had some. So bad. yeah, they still ain't they still ain't replaced them. So yeah, like that, they're they're idiots. You, they're not smart. They're not smart. They're going to keep Jimmy G because it's like they got us to the playoffs. Oh my god, <laughs> playoffs! All right, playoffs, well, boys and girls. If y'all want to make some money and think that uh, me and and uh, D squared both stink, you can bet against us and make a lot of money. <laughs> Maybe you'll win. We'll find out. I'm sure Uncle Big Nick is definitely going to be against us on one of these picks. We'll talk to him in a minute. D squared, tell us about what's going on with the week and geek. All right, so I, I got to talk to uh, Eric er, Eric Roberts uh, today, actually. Oh, so, I'm jealous. Uh, so, it, it, oh my God, he 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 was he was funny, man. But he was kind of short in his answers. It was weird, like you know, normally you ask a, a, an actor who's done over 600 movie credits. Did you ask him about we, Julia? I did not, because oh, I'm not a dumbass. On. Oh my God, no, no. <laughs> I, 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 look, I antagonize my guests enough as it is, man. I've like I've actually been told by the network people, "Hey, don't do any of your dumb little radio games. They won't appreciate it." <laughs> like that's how well they know me now at Premier Networks. Uh, They're like, "Hey, squared." Oh yeah, yeah, don't do that. Well, it was uh, oh, like, Jamie Lee Curtis. They basically straight up told me. Do not do any of your games with Jamie Curtis. She will hang You're up. You're not allowed like, to play okay. any more radio games, all right? <laughs> <laughs> so Eric Roberts, he was cool. Actually, he, he uh, you know, he, he did uh, Doctor Who and all that stuff. But I actually asked him a serious question about streaming and how that's helped uh, the Hollywood industry and all that with the streaming services and cable, all that stuff. Because, I mean, he's been in the movie business since 75. So back Damn, when, you know... Yeah, hey, I'm old. 600 movies. I was a little kid in 75. Yeah, we're, we're, we're old, dude. All right, shut up. So, uh, Eric Roberts, and uh, uh, I had this, I forgot her name right now. I'm blanking on it. Uh, but Julia she's, Roberts. <laughs> no, Joe Piazza, that's her name, Joe Piazza. She uh, is actually a, a New York Times bestselling author. She does yeah. a lot of self-help stuff. Your wife probably knows her. But she's got a podcast uh, called The Pod Club where she recommends podcasts. And this is how good I am. Does she recommend Attitude? Uh, I recommended it to her. <laughs> oh, uh, awesome. And I, but, but wait, I, I've been invited to be on her show as a guest now because apparently I impressed her enough with whatever dumbass thoughts are rolling around in my head. That's so I'm going to be on her podcast. You better so, mention uh, Attitude. I did. I already did, man. Oh, you really no. did? I thought you were just saying that. No, no, I did. I actually did. So, wow. uh, 
Yeah. Hey, man, I got you. I got you, man. All right. So uh, that is the weekend this Sunday, 7 o'clock on News Talk 99.5 WRNO. Follow us on Twitter at Twig Radio, the Instagrams, The Weekend Geek. Like us on Facebook and download that free iHeartRadio app. Click subscribe so you never miss a podcast, just like Datitude. Click subscribe. Exactly. Do it. Do it now. Exactly. Well, we will miss you next week. There's no game, so we're going to save right? you for the Super Bowl. I know I'm, I'll need a week to recuperate depending upon what happens this this Sunday. Man. Especially if you go 0-2 again. Well, you'll go 0-2 with me. but I know. I will both be, uh, we'll both be crying in our, in our beers. Man, all right. So the best I can pull off is a push now? God yep. dang it. But you still want to be above 500. So if you win both but, of them this hey, week, you're hey, wait, guaranteed wait, to finish above 500. But wait, Jim Terry, we have the New Orleans Breakers. Fedora is the head coach. We can talk about the breakers. We are definitely, I'm not kidding. We're going to do a break. We're going to do a a USFL pick them. Oh, dude, we got to. It's going to be fun. I'm serious. We're going to do it. Uh, Look, you know, honestly, right now is the time. You, me, and Uncle Big Nick's mom will listen. These guys. Well, <laughs> this is the time to get these coaches because nobody cares about the USFL right now. So here's I that agree. was when we get in good. We dig in like ticks. And then when you, the USFL becomes the next big thing, we're already hey. in on the ground floor, Jim. Maybe ground we floor, baby. Maybe we could be the official podcast of the New Orleans break. Holy crap. We should do that. that, that is, uh, they'll let us do some right. games here and there. Oh, yeah. We oh, my do God. This. Would that be awesome? Oh, we need to do oh, yeah. that. All right. All right. All right. Cut this right, out. Don't you, let anybody know our pl- our secret plan. Don't tell anybody, and you plan it out, and we'll talk about it again Super Bowl week. Just, just tell Nick's mom not to tell anybody because we only got the one <laughs> listener. <laughs> you got it, my friend. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Later, bro. Talk to you later. Well, you know, D squared. Uh, he took that Sean Payton thing a little bit harder than I did, I think. But it's been a weird week, a rough week. Maybe not so much for our next guest, Uncle Big Nick. Like I said, 49ers fan, Saints hater, it's been a good week for him. Let's don't waste any time. And if you turn me off now, my feelings aren't going to be hurt. Oh boy, um, I can't. I'm sure people can't wait to hear what you have to say today, Uncle Big Nick on the Datitude Podcast. 49ers in the NFC Championship game. Sean Payton is out as Saints coach. It's just, I mean, you just can't have a better week than this. And there's a reason why I put you on at the end of the show today because that way, if people want to just turn off, they can just turn their their phones off now. Oh, they probably will. And then mobile betting went live. I mean, how much better can life be right now? Oh, it, it could be a lot better. I'm, I'm just saying. It could be a lot it better. It could be. I, I hope it's better on Monday for me. I'm just glad that this is not a video podcast and it's only audio because nobody wants to see what you're wearing right now. Well, I mean, it worked last time I was on. So I'm mean, 8 and 2 in the last two weeks. I should have just sent in my picks again. You know, this, there's this old theory that the sun shines on a dog's keister. Um, 
But you'd think sunset would have happened at least a week or two ago, but uh, whatever. You're yeah. having. I you're mean, ha- anybody can win the lottery. That's true. And uh, you, you should have played the lottery this week for sure. All right, let's I play get in. Every week. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you're rich, I'll be, I'll be super nice to you. Until then, piss off. Anyway, uh, let's get, <laughs> let's get to the picks, and we're gonna start with the one that, um, that I think you and I are on the same side on. Talked about it with my friend conductor Dave D squared and Cincinnati head into Kansas City, Joe Burrow and company. Um, you know, it's just. Uh, people keep doubting Cincinnati, and they they keep proving that they're worthy. Yeah, I, and I could see this game going so many different ways. I wake up in the morning, and I'm saying I'm taking Cincy, and then later on that day, I say I'm taking Kansas City. Uh, I'm mad at Cincy because I wanted to put all my futures on them next year, and now they're making this run, so the odds are going to be terrible to, to be able to do that. I was hoping they get beaten in Cincinnati. I mean, in to the Steve, not hoping, but, you know, just for my future reference. But th- this team just, Burrow putting it on his back, he's always on his back. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Well, and to me, I look at the first matchup that they played, and I, I don't usually put too much emphasis on one matchup or, in this case, later on, two matchups. Um. But the fact that he was able to throw for 446 yards or 443 yards or whatever it was, and now Kansas City facing the, the at least strong possibility that Terran Matthews is not going to play in this game. I just think that all the weapons that he was able to use in the first matchup, he's going to be able to use again. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the, like I said, it's one of the games when it's over. If Cincinnati wins, I won't be surprised. If Kansas City wins by 20, I won't be surprised. Right. Like It's one of those games where it's almost like you have to live better. All right, so we both like Cincinnati plus the seven, um, but I don't think either one of us love it. It's not something I'm going to go bet the house on. I'm gonna, not going to use all my bonus bets on it. Um, but I do like Cincinnati plus seven. I'm probably not going to bet it because of my future stuff. Um, I might look towards a few props. Do you have any props in this game? I'll tell you mine in a minute. Yeah, I got two Burrow props, over nine and a half rushing yards and over 38 and a half pass attempts. I mean, he's going to have to run. They're going to come after him. His old line can't block. I can definitely see him running for a couple of first downs, you know. And then I think this game in the second half, I think they're going to be behind. And I think he's going to have to throw a lot. So I I definitely think he's going to have a lot of pass attempts. Yeah, I, I kind of like that too. I like both of those. Um, I will say this: um, I'm also have a Joe Burrow prop. Mine's over 286 and a half passing yards, and I think they're uh, instead of the passing attempts, I think they're more likely to get big plays like they got last time. And when you get big plays, that that can limit how many pass attempts you throw. Um, so. I do like the overpassing attempts, but I think I like the overpassing yards more. They're definitely going to have to throw. Um, I don't think Joe Mixon's going to have that great of a day. I, I, I might even look at the the under. I think it's in the neighborhood of. Yeah, I like yards. that too. But uh, I do like Joe. Because, like I said, if, if they down in the first half, I also like the Chiefs' first half team total over sixteen and a half. Yeah, I think they're going to put up seventeen points in the first half. I mean, that's 
almost too easy, I think. I, I mean, but could not be. But well, I like and I, and uh, my second prop bet is first scoring play is going to be Cincinnati scoring the first touchdown plus two thirty. I could see them if they get the ball first. I could see them going right down the field and and getting a touchdown. So wow, that's plus two thirty. Yeah, plus I like that too. So I mean, if they get the ball first, I can and, see them going down and scoring a touchdown. Honestly, KC might come out flat in this game. I mean, yeah. After I mean that war they had last week. I mean, do they already think that they won? Like everybody's telling them that was a Super Bowl. That's but exactly. But the Reed coach team it ain't gonna come out like that, but they could. Yeah, that's I mean, exactly what I said with uh, with D squared. I think I think I think everybody's telling them they're already in the Super Bowl. They think they're already in the Super Bowl. I think they just. I think they're going to be a little bit over over cocky. I guess is the way to say it. And um, I could easily see them looking past this game. I could see Cincinnati. I mean, you talk about Cincinnati's going to be behind. I think it might be Cincinnati's ahead. I, I think the Chiefs are going to end up finding a way to win this game. Um, even though I did, I picked the Bengals in my NFL picks column and went straight up. I'm not strong on that, but I could see the Chiefs finding a way to win. But they might have to find a way to win. And what are we- I don't. I don't like the over. I got to be honest. I know it sounds weird. I might be the only person on the planet. I just everybody's loving, 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 loving the over because they think it's going to be forty to thirty-eight or whatever. I think. I think there's going to be some plays here and there, and I don't think you're going to have a final two minutes like you had last week. I think. No, that, that, it's, that's it's never going to be a final two over. minutes like last week. No. So. And the reason uh, I, the reason I like the Bengals plus the seven is. Okay, the Chiefs, if they got a 12-point lead in the fourth quarter, you trust them not to yeah, give up a touchdown? Not. Definitely not. Back door? You're going to have to punch Burrow in the face like 28 times because if sacking him nine times isn't enough, Kansas City's not going to get nine sacks. I know Cincinnati's O-line is terrible and it's well-documented, but they're not gonna, Kansas City's not getting nine sacks on Burrow. So you're going to have to like no. break, break his leg to get him out of there in a stop fight. So he, I agree with Can you. Can I compare this to remember everybody said how terrible Bama's offensive line was and they went yeah. against Georgia and then they, they played their butts off and didn't give up a sack. Yep. I know it's not the same thing, but I'm thinking it's going to be like that. They've been hearing how terrible they are all, all week. All right. I saved the best for last. Um, Los Angeles Rams hosting the 49ers. Well documented. Oh, that's the next game. Oh no yeah. Idea. Yeah. I can't wait for this. Um, Kind of, I didn't go through my entire uh, handicap with D squared because I told him I was going to save it for you because you don't listen. I mean, you just don't listen. You only hear what you want to hear because you pick this game as a fan. I don't care. I mean, I got to be honest. As per, from a personal standpoint, even with the bets that I have, it doesn't matter to me. I win either way. If the 49ers win, I win my NFC Championship Futures bet, and I'm going to have a little extra on them in the Super Bowl. If the Rams win, I got them at plus 1,300 in the Super Bowl for basically what will be, even if they play Kansas City, probably a plus 160. So I, I got I got this covered. I, I don't. I literally don't care who wins this game. I mean, I'll probably be rooting for the Rams just so my pick's right and I can tell you to shove it up your keister. But Well, I mean, when, Saints fans are going to hate you if you pick the Rams. I mean, don't, Saints don't fans don't like the 49ers either. So that's where you're wrong. But... Um, I don't know. I it, look. I just think I know the whole. We beat him twice already. They've got McVeigh's number, all that stuff. I'm I, it, when it comes down to this for me, and I talked about with D squared about how um, Matt Stafford has been playing 
has been playing lights out the past couple of weeks. Even in that, that game against the 49ers, he didn't play that poorly. They blew a 17 to nothing lead, and I think they got a little overconfident. But what, what worries me the most, two things. Debo Samuel, your boy, has been just, just pounded. He's been used way too much. He had to come off the field so many plays towards the end of that game. I can't imagine he's got to have bruises all over his body. They're going to have to find ways to give him breaks, So, which means you're going to count on Elijah Mitchell, a rookie, playing in his playing in the NFC Championship game. And they've been, they've been very good about trying to limit his touches a little bit, and I know he's been banged up. They've done a good job of that. They will be able to run a little bit. But this front line is tough. And the fact that they've been on the road seven out of nine weeks, I know you say that doesn't matter. They beat Dallas, blah, blah, blah. They beat Tampa. I mean, they beat um, Green Bay, blah, blah, blah. Frankly, I don't care. And they what you suck at home. If they were at home, I wouldn't be picking them. Well, they beat the hell out of the Rams at home. I, I mean, that I, was the only game they won at home this year, I think, or two games. No, they, they won at home. well, their home record is terrible. Okay, well, the fact that they have to keep going on the road, I think, it makes a big difference. We'll see. But frankly, they got lucky to not only win last week; they certainly got lucky to cover. They don't get a block punt. The final score is ten to three. So you're telling me that Jimmy G is going to have just—he's not going to screw anything up. I got a comparison for you, and I want you to tell me if you think I'm an idiot for this. This team that San Francisco yes. is putting on the field right now reminds <laughs> I knew that was coming. Reminds me of the 2007 Giants team. They had a great front four. They dropped back seven in zone, played great defense, ran the ball with Josh Jacobs, whoever they had, Mexico Burris. Eli Manning is not great. But he came up good in the clutch. When they needed Eli Manning to make a play, Eli Manning's going to be in the play. Hall of Fame. Right, Jimmy G. Jimmy G's not going to be in the play, Hall of Fame. It's too early to tell. When they need no, him to make isn't. a play, he makes the play. When they needed him to go 88 yards against the Rams. He done it. Got him in the playoffs. I mean it. I just think he comes up clutch in clutch situations. Nah, he's not. He's not great. really Eli. You've been talking great. for months about how you can't stand watching him. I you're can't one, stand watching him. You're the one who I'd texted me. I'd rather watch him in clutch situations. You texted me in the second quarter and said, we're going to get annihilated. And uh, they should have. But Aaron right. sucks in the playoffs. Oh, you got a point there. They I won just, that game in spite of Jimmy G. Jimmy G had nothing to do with winning that game. I agree. Jimmy G had nothing to do with that Green Bay game. Here's the but difference. But when he needed to drive at the end, he got him in field goal range. I just think, okay, I, I don't necessarily disagree with that point. But if he they don't block the punt, he's never in a position. He's not going to go drive down in there and score a game time touchdown. He he's wasn't. Not. He he's was not. done. No. He right. got a new life from the blocked punt. So that's what I'm saying. They got I mean, lucky it, to win life. It, it, the hey, whole team got new life. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, I, I I'm going with 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 what my common sense logic tells me and i the get law that. of averages has to catch up to him sooner or later I it's just not just that though it's not just that you know honestly if i didn't if, if i thought they were even teams and i thought the the coaches were even because i don't think the coaches are even i know you like shanahan but i don't i don't i don't not impressed with shanahan at all i mean it, the fact that they came out and put and limped through the first half of the season you get this they were rookie, injured 
Yeah, they were injured, but not in the first the first five, six games. They weren't all that injured. They played terrible. I don't know. Something just uh, it just sometimes tells me. sometimes a team just has another team number. Sometimes a team Maybe. is just a bad matchup. Look at the Saints in Tampa. I'm gonna tell you another sometimes thing. Sometimes it's just a bad matchup. I'm gonna tell you another thing that uh, is gonna have the Rams fired up, and they haven't said a word about this. But the little Kittle thing after the game was over. Don't think they've been playing that in the locker room all week long about the Kittle talking smack after the game was over, which was kind of dumb to do, by the way, because there's a good chance you're going to play him again. So why would you give him anything to fire him up? I think San Francisco is going to be a little cocky, too. I don't know about that. but I can tell you this. The, Ram- the Rams are coming out of all business. The Niners, I could easily see them falling behind again. If they fall behind... 17 and nothing this time, they're not coming back. That's just my opinion. I don't think they fall behind 17 nothing, but maybe, maybe not. I think I think it's a Jimmy bad Jimmy G game, but uh we won't be talking. Jimmy averages 254 yards against this team this year. He has his best games against the Rams. 254 yards is his best game. Yeah. I told you he's terrible. <laughs> okay. Well. Good luck with that. Aaron Donald and Von Miller are pretty pretty darn healthy. So um we'll see what happens there. But uh and they're gonna Jalen Ramsey is gonna be Debo Samuel's date for about three and a half hours. So we'll see how that works out. That's the thing with that team though. Jalen Ramsey can do what he wants on the outside. San Francisco throws on the inside. The Rams linebackers are terrible. Yeah, but they're they're, be heating up the middle of the field. The different uh, Jalen Ramsey's gonna be following Debo Samuel around. Like he can follow he's a, around he's all a lost goat, and that's his mommy. I mean, I can tell you right now. We'll see. Yeah, I uh, hope they right, beat up pl- in the hole when he's on a running. Maybe so. Let's go to player props. Um, you got any player props for this game? How much time we got? We got about four or five <laughs> minutes, three, four minutes. I got Stafford throwing an interception. Okay. That's oh, over one. That's point five. Uh, Stafford has four TDs, four interceptions against the 49ers this year. What has he done in the playoffs? He hasn't been great against the playoffs. He's been great. Has he played the 49ers in the playoffs yet? Uh, no, but he's played a team that's better okay, last no. week. Really? Yeah, the Bucks are better than the Niners. Not on defense. No. I got Kittle over receiving yards. He's averaging 78.4 against the Rams. His I over receiving yards like is 52. That. They're going to knock Kittle in don't. the mouth. You think? Yeah, I really do. I'd like – I'd, over I'd, 40 I'd, rushing yards. I'd rather see you pick one of the other receivers, not named Samuel or Kittle, over. I think that's got a better chance of happening than because they're going to be focusing on Debo and Kittle. I think one of the other guys could have a good game. I don't think none of the linebackers can cut a, cover Kittle over the middle. They're going to put him in the slot. I, I think he – Catches a bunch of balls. Okay. So what's the over? I, on I that? hope I hope they it's 52 and a half. He's averaging 78 against them. They ignored him last week. I know. I know. And I don't know why. Me neither, because I have no idea why. Because your boy's not a great coach. A couple passes. Shanahan's overrated. Right. Okay. Go ahead. We what else you got? I just hope they, they use Debo as a decoy in the backfield and throw a lot of balls to Kittle. All right, you got Debo over rushing yards. What is it? 39 and a half. So he's got to get 40. Okay, I, I see. I I can see that happening. Here, I can another, see that happening in the second half. Okay, I'm, I'll tell you when I get to my player props. I'll tell you why I don't like that pick. But go ahead. That's it. 
Oh, okay. Acres. Acres under 63 and a half rushing yards. Um, yeah. He's got 41 carries in the playoffs for 103 I do yards, think I do think we'll see more Sony Michelle this game after the two fumbles. So I don't necessarily yeah. like or dislike that. Pick. I don't know why you didn't see him last game. Michelle never fumbles. Yeah, I certainly don't know why you didn't see him at the end there. That didn't make any sense to me. Um, all right. I'll, I have two player props for this game. My first one is Debo under 51 and a half receiving yards. That's at minus 115. I maybe should have gone under the rushing yards instead. I think his total yard, I mean, if you add those total yards up, they're saying Debo's going to get 90 yards, which seems very low. But it's kind of like I said, I think they're less likely to use him out of the backfield as much because he's been banged up so much. I think they're disguising how much he's been banged up. I think you're going to see more Elijah Mitchell this game. I don't know what his over-under is, and I should have looked at, looked at that because I think Elijah Mitchell is going to go over. I'm guessing it's in the 85-yard range is my guess. I think it's in the 60s. Oh, well, then I definitely like the Elijah Mitchell over. So that's one I'll add to this. I, I think they're going to use him more and try to use Debo less from back there. They will use him, but I don't think they're going to use him as much as they've been using him. I think they're going to if try Shanahan to say. is a good coach or a bad coach, like you say, he's going to use Debo as a decoy. I think he's an to. average coach. They key on him too much. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. And you can use a guy when he's banged up a little bit, especially if you haven't let on that he's banged up. You can use him more as a decoy. And I think, he, I think he'll be on the field a lot, but I, do, I think he'll be a decoy as well. I think Brandon IU could have a good game. So, yeah. I mean, uh, that I might go. Jawan Jennings has came, came through in the clutch. He's been a lot playing too. a lot better as well. I agree. Um, just like you like Stafford over interceptions, Jimmy G, does, this doesn't make any sense. His over, he's over 0.5 interceptions. He's, he only has to throw one at minus 140. That seems like a lock to me. Jimmy G's going to throw a pick. At least one. Oh, most probably, yes. I mean, so to me, that's going to be one of the first bets I make on my Caesars Sportsbook app. I haven't made my first bet yet, but I'm, I'm going to shortly. So anyway, with my futures, I think I'm going to be more likely not to bet games. Again, I said it on the show yesterday on, uh, at the book. I'm probably not going to play either one of these spreads. I don't. If this were a regular season and these were two, these would be two games I wouldn't play. I don't like either one of them, really. Um, I think the Rams going to win, but I don't know if they're going to win by three and a half. I don't love that spread at all. Um, but I'd probably be more inclined to bet a money line, but I already have a future on the Rams. So why bet it at all? So I'll probably well, stay away know, from that first, and bet a problem. My first mobile bet was so. Oh yeah. I'm I sure. told you already. All right. You know what? We don't have a game next week. Uh, but and D squared is going to take the week off. But maybe if the, I tell you what, if the if the 49ers win, I will have you on next Friday to gloat. I'll be on either way. I don't care. Okay. Well, then we'll we'll plan it on. We'll unless, have unless you. it's like 49 to nothing. Then, then no, no, no. Then you're definitely it. coming on. <laughs> All right. Well, we will talk to you next week, Uncle Big Nick, and um, hopefully. Come on, tell me good luck. Tell me good luck. You know, I will tell you good luck because I'll tell you what, you have been very good, and anyone who's listened to what you've had to say over, through the playoffs has made some money, and they've uh, that's what we're supposed to do here, right? Right. Now, Fun just, money. Real money. Go, go Caesars. Go uh, 
Bet GM, MGM, go DraftKings, whoever you like. All right, we'll talk to you later, Big Nick, Uncle Big Nick. All right, bud. Apologize for a little bit of the echo there. We'll have that fixed next time Uncle Big Nick comes on. Oh, boy. Well, you can take it for what you want. But everybody likes the Bengals, so I don't know what that means. Only Uncle Big Nick likes the 49ers. He's been the hot one. You can figure out which one to take. That is going to wrap up episode number 51. I want to thank Uncle Big Nick. I want to thank D Squared. Looking forward to whoever our guests are next week. Again, next week we will talk so much about the upcoming coaching search. I'm sure by Tuesday we'll have some more names to talk about. Eric Bianami, I'm sure. We will talk about uh, what I'm expecting to be a pretty good weekend of football. There's only two games, but... If it's anything like last weekend, we'll have plenty to talk about that. Uh, along with that and more, we'll talk. Uh, we'll probably get in a little bit about LSU basketball, maybe a little bit about the Pelicans as we start to shift away from football. I mean, we're always going to be football-centric, right? Sad time of year. It is for me anyway. It's tough. We'll talk about how maybe the apps worked, how we feel about everything. Um, again, go out there and... Download those apps, figure it out, get yourself into it. If you have any questions, again, you can always email me at jderry at theadvocate.com or find me on Twitter at Jim Derry Jr. If you have any questions for the show, be glad to get them on. If you have any questions for me personally, I'll be happy to respond. Y'all have yourselves a great football weekend. Have fun. Don't forget, hug the ones you love. Just say hello to the ones you don't. Give, give them a little kiss on the cheek. Not going to hurt anything, right? See you Tuesday. Peace and love, my friends. And if I had a million dollars. If I had a million dollars. Well, I'd buy you a K-car. A nice, reliant automobile. And if I had a million dollars. 